What is going on, everybody? Happy Thursday. Uh, we've got Shauna Mokler, who is now coming out claiming Kim Kardashian is the reason for her divorce from Travis Barker. As we know, Courtney is married. Kim's sister, Courtney, is married to Travis Barker. So Shauna is making some big claims. We also have some good news for the Chrisleys. It seems like they've had a win in their case and some Real Housewives of Orange County casting news, which we'll get into in just a minute. Let's get it. You're listening to No Filter with Zach Peter, your go-to source for all the latest pop culture and reality TVT, surf fresh all week long. Now, let's dive in. Good morning, good morning, good morning, everybody. Everybody in the club, what's going on? Welcome on in, welcome on in, welcome on in. It is Thursday, Thursday, tipsy Thursday. Hi. Um, all right, guys, shall we dive into all of the latest Kardashian drama? We saw Timothy and Kylie were just at the, the Golden Globes, which I didn't watch the Golden Globes. That's why I haven't covered it on the podcast this week, because to me, I'm just like, the Globes are boring. I don't, I really don't give a fuck. How many fucks do I give? Zero, zero, none, not one. Um, I'm just over award shows. I hear Joe Coy sucked or people didn't really like him. Other comedians I've heard like Whoopi Goldberg and Martin Short have come out like to defend Joe Coy. I just don't think that Joe Coy is like an interesting person to host the Golden Globes. Like he's not like a Jimmy Fallon, right? Like Jimmy Fallon or Tina Fey and Amy Poehler when they hosted it. Like you need like a name like that. Like Joe Coy is a really popular comedian, but I feel like his biggest claim to fame is still Chelsea Lately and dating Chelsea Handler. Nobody's like, oh my God, Chelsea Handler's boyfriend, ex-boyfriend is hosting the Golden Globes. Like, it's just not, I don't know. Like I said, I didn't watch it. I don't know his jokes. I know some people were put off by how distasteful his jokes were. I feel like award shows always have distasteful jokes. They always have offensive jokes. Like, that's kind of their job. Like, everybody just, you know, should find the humor and the fun in it. But, yeah. We'll see. Um, sucks for Joe Coy because he seemed he said that he just got the gig like ten days ago, which leads me to assume that somebody else was supposed to host it and pulled out. And who knows? But it just it's not his place, you know. He's a great like. Listen, he can sell out arenas and he's gr- a great stand up comic, but he's just not like that type of host. And that's fine. That's not for everyone. And you know, he what he does is really good and he's really good at the stand up that he does. His comedy specials are hilarious. I think he's really funny. I remember him on Chelsea lately. I've seen some of his Netflix specials lately. I think he's hilarious, but if anything this is only going to help his career out more because now more people are talking about him, now more people know him. So if anything this will help him. But um I brought up the Globes in reference to Kylie and Timothy who are making out at the Globes. And then there was like drama with Lisa or sorry, not Lisa with Selena Gomez and Taylor Swift about how there was like this clip that people saw of Selena Gomez. And she was like, Oh my God, Taylor, guess what happened? And, um, she's like, guess what happened? And, um, Taylor's like, what happened? And she's like, I went to go and ask, or at least this is what people are putting together based off. There's no audio, but we're seeing their lips moving. So people are saying that Selena Gomez went up to Timothy to ask him for a photo and Kylie said no. And then Taylor, and I forgot who else was with them. And they were like, OMG, she said no, that bitch. And so, yeah, there was like drama about beef between Kylie and Selena and Kylie and possibly Taylor. We know there's beef between Taylor and Kim Kardashian. Kim Kardashian will be at the center of the drama in today's episode because Shauna Mokler is now talking about 
Kim Kardashian being the reason that Travis Barker and she ultimately ended up splitting. Mm-mm-mm. So she was on the Dumb Blonde podcast. Oh, I'm no longer a dumb blonde, guys. I'm just a dumb brunette now. Um, a smart brunette, a, a sleek brunette, a sexy brunette. Yeah. Okay, that's a terrible girl. But so Shauna is saying that she found, or she said on the Dumb Blonde podcast this week, that she found text messages, or she was sent, she was anonymously sent some text messages between Kim Kardashian and her ex, Travis Barker. As we know, Travis Barker is now married to Kim's sister, Courtney Kardashian. Mm. So Shauna confronts Travis. She says that Travis deleted them. And then he's like, look it, there's no, there's no text messages here on my phone. There's nothing here. No, I didn't do it. It wasn't me. Like Kathy Hilton, remember when she went to the reunion and Lisa Ren is like, I have the text messages that prove that you said silence is golden. And then Kathy's like, guess what, baby? Those text messages don't exist. Check my phone. And everyone's like, oh, um, Kathy, I think we all know you're allowed to, de- you, everybody can delete text messages. It's not, you know, it's no shocker there. But so Shauna says that she was anonymously sent these text messages. She confronted Travis. Travis denied it. She then confronted Kim. And Kim's just like, I don't know what you're talking about. Like, you know, I don't, I'm not into your man. I'm not into white dudes, which I guess is true. Well, she married Chris Humphreys. Is he white though? Is Chris Humphreys technically white? I feel like he's kind of got like, I don't know. Do we want to consider him white? Isn't he half black? I don't know. But she did marry Chris Humphreys. Has she dated any white dudes? She was uh, Tom Brady. Hello. She's like currently like that was like a rumor of Vimmer about Kim Kardashian and Tom Brady. That was a thing for a hot second. So listen, it's possible. It's possible that, you know, she, but at least at this time, she's not into the goth skinny white boys, according to Kim Kardashian's conversation with Shauna Mochler. She's like, I'm not even into white dudes like. Brick wall waterfall. Dickie thinks he's got it all, but he don't. And I do. So boom with the attitude. Oh, Pete Davidson. Thank you. Okay, everyone's like, how did I forget Pete fucking Davidson? Who can forget Pete Davidson? Especially the girls that he's fucked with that giant dick of his. Who can forget? God, I have a really dirty mouth. I just realized, especially in last night's live, the Salt Lake City reunion recap, I realized like I have a very naughty mouth. It's not for everyone. I'm not palatable for everyone, but I don't mean to be palatable for everyone. Um, okay. She, Shauna then says that, um, in the text messages that she read, there were correspondence between Kim and Travis about having sex or are planning to meet up to have sex at Kim's sister's house. I'm assuming that at least at that time, I want to say that's when Courtney and Chloe were living together. Remember, they had that townhouse together in like the earlier seasons of Keeping Up with the Kardashians. So I'm assuming that they were roommates together and that's where Kim was going to hook up with Travis Barker. And Shauna's like, I told that bitch that she would do anything to be famous, which is what Kanye said. I made that bitch famous. So here we are. They're done. I don't know why. I feel like Shauna's talked about this in the past and I... I don't understand why I know in Travis's book, because we've covered this in a previous episode of the podcast in Travis's book, he talks about Kim Kardashian and he definitely had a crush on Kim Kardashian. So it's possible that the text messages that Shauna got were of Travis flirting with Kim and Kim wanting to become famous probably was obliging and she was probably engaging in some of the flirty text messages back. So it's possible that like that was a thing, right? 
they kind of like had a thing, kind of had a little bit of a of a, a flirty conversation. And maybe they like jokingly were like, yeah, let's meet up. Ooh, you can come to Courtney's house. And Kim's like, ooh, yeah. And he's like, ooh, baby, I want that butt. And she's like, ooh, this butt, wait, give it two more years and it's going to be bigger. All natural, baby. All natural. I don't think she was dating Reggie Bush at this point, Joe. Um, I know she was dating Reggie for a minute, but this, I believe, was in between Reggie and, uh, or sorry, in between Ray J and Reggie. Yeah, Travis was before Reggie for sure. After Ray J, before Reggie. So Travis like was able to slip it right in, right in between them. But then Shauna talks about Paris Hilton. And so even though, and she says that, you know, had she not found these text messages with Kim, that their relationship and their marriage never fully recovered from that. And so as a result of it, they ultimately ended up divorcing. So she kind of blames Kim Kardashian's flirty text messages, or at least Travis Barker's text messages with Kim as part of the reason that they weren't able to get back on track because they did um, try to work on things. They just weren't able to. And then she talks about Paris Hilton, because as we know, Travis also had a fling with Paris Hilton while he was with Shauna Mochler. And ultimately, once he left Shauna, he went to go date Paris Hilton. So she said that she confronted Paris at a, a, a nightclub at Hyde, the Hyde nightclub. And, you know, later she says that, you know, the real reason their marriage didn't work out is because Travis is the one he wanted to be the only star in their marriage. That, you know, they had the reality show, but he hated the reality show. He hated being a power couple that he just wanted to be known as a party boy rock star. And she was like, but we could be like a total power couple together. And we have a reality show and we can like really build something from this. And he didn't want to share the spotlight because he had his Blink-182 fame and he just wanted to be, you know, the drummer that did it. And that's what he ended up with. She also talks about the the plane crash. I didn't listen to the interview. I was just, I just caught the highlights and the recap of it. But she says that in, after his plane crash, when he had, you know, when he was burned all over his body, it was after that, that she ended up getting access to his computer. And then she found some emails where he was trashing her as a mother. And she was really upset about that. And she dipped out and she kind of, you know, left him high and dry during that time and she regrets it and she wished she would have been there at least for her kids to be there for Travis at that time but she says that she was very much in love with Travis she loved him she was into him she was willing to go all the way with him but he was the one that just wasn't interested in keeping the marriage alive with her I mean she forgave the cheating with Paris Hilton she seemingly forgave the text messages with Kim Kardashian so she was willing to I don't know, it kind of seems like maybe she was a little fame hungry if she wanted to do the reality show and be a power couple. But she says she was very much in love with him. And I give her that. Yeah, he's always trashing her. Travis has never really been nice to Shauna Mochler. Why do we go after guys that are such douchebags? <laughs> like, I feel like it's just, it reminds me of Southern Charm this week where we see Taylor and Taylor's talking to JT and JT's like super into Taylor. And he's just like, I would marry her and I love her and she deserves the best. And all she does is date douchebags like Austin and Shep. And then she's like, oh, JT, you're such a nice friend. And then she goes over to Shep and she's like, Shep, I want to get back together. And I'm just like, bitch, you have a nice guy right there. Maybe he's a little short, but like short king, get it. You know, you're gonna go back to Shep and then Shep rejects you. Like that's embarrassing. You know, I mean, Shep also has led her on in the past. I don't get why Shep won't date Taylor. I mean, clearly they're both trash. They're both garbage, um, garbage. But like, I don't understand why he won't just date. He clearly loves Taylor and is in love with Taylor. And Taylor was always so good to him. So why not just date Taylor? Because Taylor is actually 
in love with him. But Taylor's, JT's in love with Taylor and Taylor's in love with Shep and Shep's in love with himself. And then there was this weird, um, I saw this going around on Twitter in relation to Southern Charm that, um, cause there was the trip to Jamaica where Whitney and Austin ended up kissing or like making out in Jamaica as like a drunken joke. And then there was a clip after the fight with JT in the finale, spoiler alert, in the finale when JT and, and Austin get into like that physical fight and then Austin's all fired up and then he goes outside and then there's like a scene where JT like is holding him to holding his head and trying to calm him down. He's like, calm down, calm down. And so if you listen to the audio, it says it sounds like uh, Whitney is telling Austin, calm down, baby, calm down, baby. But the subtitles say, calm down, dude, as if the subtitles were changed, which is interesting. We also know that, that Whitney is a producer on Southern Charm. If you go back and actually look at that final scene in the finale, where Austin's, because you can see the credits are there. It's literally the final scene after the fight. And Whitney's like consoling Austin. And, you know, it kind of looks like he was telling Austin, like, calm down, baby. And I'm like, I would kind of love it if they like had some secret love affair. If like they were, if, you know, Austin was secretly bi and he was exploring him. It was, you know, might make sense as to why he can't lock it down with a lady. Because maybe he's into the dudes. And if he is into the dudes... Austin, I'm available. Austin is my type. I love it. Give me some Austin Crow. Give me some Austin Crow. Austin Crow. Austin Crow. So yeah, that was my tangent about Southern Charm, which came from my tangent about girls picking the wrong guys as, you know, Shauna Mokler is doing because she keeps going back to Travis Barker. And then remember her ex, her most recent ex was also terrible that she kept going back to. And then, you know, we have opportunities where we have really great guys like JT that show up and they're great. And it's like, why can't we just choose the great guy that's right in front of us? Like, why do we have to go for, I don't know. Sorry. (laughs) It's just, why do we love the bad boys? Your type is goofy white boy. Goofy white boy. Um, I would. I, I always said doughy white boy. Like I don't like a perfect body. Like all American white boys are just. I'm a sucker for them. But they have to be like douchebags. They have to leave me on red. They have to constantly be breaking my heart. And then you know, then I'll really be a sucker for you. You have to just be like terrible and like rip me apart from the inside. And then I love it. You know. Hamilton says the doughy white boys are good in bed. Are they, though? I mean, I guess, you know, whatever. We just, uh, we need a therapist on the show to talk about why we always go for the bad boys. (sighs) And why we can't just accept good love. Because we're just fucked up like that. (laughs) We're addicted to toxicity and chaos and drama. (sighs) Ah, sorry. Um, Okay. Moving on. Oh, see, Janine says same. Zach likes to be ripped from the insides. I didn't think he liked to be fisted. I don't like to be fisted, and I am not a bottom, Joe. You know this. I don't like to be. I like to be, like, emotionally ripped apart and have my heart broken and just, like, you know, beaten up and, like, you know, (sighs) don't beat up my asshole, but you can beat up my heart. I'll love you. I'm going to love you until you hate me. Lack of self-esteem. Oh, thank you. Lack of self-worth. Thank you, Marianne. Thank you. I appreciate that. Thank you. 
Christopher, Zach is a bottoming training. No, Zach has tried bottoming. Zach has tried to get into bottoming. Occasionally, I'll have a moment where I'm like, yes, I'd love a good, like, let me give this a try. And I've done it. And there have been very rare occasions where I've enjoyed it. But it, like, the last time I think I did that was, like, in July. So it's been, what, July, August, September, October, November, December, January, six months. Six months since I've done that. And I just have had no desire to go back. I very rarely did it before. Again, I've had moments, you know, and I have enjoyed it. But geez, who brought in the trolls? Love you, Zach. Thank you, Kendra. Are there any trolls in the live chat today? Um, how many fucks do I give? Zero, zero, none, not one. I'm surprised you don't want a Latin lover like yourself. A la I mean, I'm not against a Latin lover. I just, for some reason, I'm a sucker for basic white boys. Um, okay, moving on. So Erica Jane, which I told you guys was at the um, the premiere or the screening, the Netflix screening of Griselda, Griselda, sorry, which stars Sofia Vergara. It's about the drugs. Uh, yeah, end up this is a members only chat. I know we were doing members, basically a members only chat on a Thursday morning. Holla, had the Holla Thompson. Holla. Um, Erica, so she was at, she hosted the um, premiere or the screening of Griselda and she was doing press. I think it was before the event or maybe after the event. I don't know, but she was doing press and she was talking to E.T. and she told E.T. Entertainment Tonight that she actually DM'd Heather Gay and she told Heather, you know, good for you for exposing all of the Monica stuff on the show and digging up all of the dirt on Monica. Christopher Erica is not in the, in the, it's a show. It's not a movie. Griselda is a, a show. So we got to see the first episode of Griselda, but um, she said that she reached out to Heather Gay and she said that she never typically does that. She doesn't DM other housewives, but she was like proud of Heather. And so she's like, you know what? Hats off to you, playa. Good for you. And then she also kind of hinted, this was weird. She was talking to Bryce uh, from E.T. And she was saying that she hinted at there being like something going on with her or something that had happened in the past with her cast. She's like, I know that all too well. She, and she like tells Bryce, she's like, you know what I'm talking about. And Bryce doesn't really acknowledge what she's saying, but I'm assuming he does know what she's talking about because she hinted towards something related to like a troll account. She's like, but it's not a troll account. Like she made it very clear. Like it wasn't a troll account. She's like, but you know, we've been through something like that, something similar. So I don't know what that is. She like dances around it. Um, tells Bryce that, like he knows, but like, I don't know. Like, could it be related to the bots? Maybe she says that there was something behind um, something similar that her cast is faced with trolls online, but it wasn't a troll account. So were there housewives that were trolling them? Like Camille trolling them? I don't know. I, I couldn't piece those pieces together. And she was like very vague about it. Oh, Patrick Summers. Maybe. Oh, maybe. Well, because Patrick said that Kathy was behind that. I don't know. The whole Patrick thing was weird. And I'm glad we're out of that phase. That was like a phase we don't ever need to relive. We never need to hear that name again. Um, okay, let's talk about OC and then we'll talk about the Chrisleys because there's been an update on the Chrisleys. So Real Houses of Orange County News, Shannon Bador and Jen, new Jen from last season, both confirmed that they have started filming again for the new season. And then Page Six just released a report saying that Alexis Bellino is still basically weighing her options to return, that I guess Bravo made a more formal offer to her 
So it seems like they're interested and want Alexis to participate. They're not really, according to page six, they're not really interested in just the John Jansen relationship, but in her like previous relationships with the other women as well. Cause she'll, obviously she has history with, with a few of these women. Was she on with um, Heather Dubrow? Let's see. Let me look up when, who she was on with and who on the cast she has connections to. Um, I remember Heather Dubrow said that she wants Gretchen to return, but it doesn't look like Gretchen's coming back. And if we never end up getting the Real Housewives Ultimate Girls Trip Morocco, then it's highly unlikely that we're going to get anything more. But yeah, we do have uh, Jen Padronti coming back. Okay, here's Gretchen. Alexis Bellino. Oh, Alexis was on two seasons with Heather. So she has history with Heather. Alexis Bellino was on season four. Let's see. Alexis was on season five, six, seven, and eight. Oh, she was only on. Oh, wait. Yeah. She was only on for four seasons. And Gretchen was on for one more season than Alexis. And they both left after season eight which is when season nine came and that's when they brought in Lizzie. Oh, and Shannon Bedore. So Shannon replaced Alexis. I wasn't an OG watcher of um, OC, but that's interesting. I knew that Shannon and Alexis never overlapped. Like they were never on the same season together, but that's interesting. So Shannon's never actually filmed with Alexis, but she did film with Tamara she did film with Vicky. Unclear if Vicky will come back or not. Highly unlikely. And then she did film with Heather. And aside from that, it doesn't look like she's filmed with any of the other ladies since then. Hmm. Interesting. Wow. Kelly Dodd came in that much later. And she was only on for what? One, two, three, four, five seasons. Okay. That's a, I mean, I forget. OC is now going on its 18th season. Oof. But. I would like to see them. I would like to see Alexis back. I don't think Vicky's coming back. It doesn't sound like we're going to get Vicky unless Vicky makes some sort of last minute, um, last minute cameo with Shannon. Cause Shannon doesn't really seem like she has any allies at this point. Right? Like nobody seems to be Vicky said she won't sign on as a friend. Yeah. She said that last time too. And then she signed on as a friend. So I also think that this season she may sign on to be like a supporter of, Shannon Storm's Badur, because Shannon really doesn't have any allies at this point. Nobody's Team Shannon. I feel like Emily and Gina might end up warming up to Shannon and giving Shannon an opportunity. I think Emily will definitely warm up to Shannon. I actually think Gina will throw us for a plot twist, and rather than putting Shannon in the hot seat, I think Gina's going to try to go the opposite route and befriend Shannon and kind of try to be there for her and help her rehabilitate her life, which will probably end up leading to more drama. Um, okay. So I didn't get to brief too much on this next topic um, only because it literally just came in to me. But so the LA times is reporting that Todd and Julie, Julie Chrisley, Julie, um, that they are getting $1 million to settle their lawsuit against the Georgia tax officials. So their attorney announced it. Um, and I guess we know that they're in prison right now. They're trying to fight back the charges. They're currently in prison for tax evasion, bank fraud, and for um, Julie, I believe, is also in 
there for wire fraud and obstruction of justice because they're claiming she tried to like discard and destroy evidence. But so their attorney said, um, we've been saying this for months that the criminal case against the Chrisleys was highly unusual and had real problems. This settlement is an encouraging sign. It's nearly unprecedented unprecedented for one arm of the government to pay money to defendants when another arm is fighting to keep them in jail. Now, my understanding, though, is that this settlement is regarding taxes, which would only cover their tax evasion convictions, not their bank fraud or obstruction of justice or um, wire fraud, because obviously those are other charges. So this one million is related to taxes, and it seems like them evading their taxes. I know that that was like an issue where they like fought it before and I believe that they won their last case with the taxes and then eventually it was, you know, brought to like a a higher level and that's how they ended up getting their prison sentences. So there are multiple charges. There are not just the tax evasion charges, which I believe Emily D. Baker has said um, as well that you usually don't go to prison for tax evasion. Usually the IRS just wants you to pay your taxes back. However, um, oh, yeah, yeah, okay, so this settlement was from the case that they won regarding Georgia state taxes. So again, that's interesting that Georgia state taxes, they were able to kind of fight that, but I I believe it's the federal taxes that they're in prison for. But like Emily D. Baker has disclosed in the past, per my recollection, I'm not quoting her directly. I'm just going off of memory. But I believe she said that, you know, um, people don't go to prison for tax evasion. They go to prison for other things related to tax evasion, which, again, when you look at all the charges against Chrisley's, it's bank fraud, you know, forging documents about their income to take out high interest loans and then not paying those loans back and then trying to file for bankruptcy, you know, to default on those loans, Um obstruction of justice that's destroying evidence that julie you know was trying to cover their tracks um wire fraud so all of these things are other reasons why the chrisleys are in prison um chrisleys were set up and railroaded were they though because i mean these are some substantial charges and it was what 30 million dollars that they defrauded that they took loans out that they should not have been taking loans out because they didn't have the actual income to prove that they deserved to take out those loans and then when they were unable to pay them back because the whole point of having to provide documentation is to prove that you can pay off is to prove that they can pay off their loans so if you're lying and you can't pay off those loans and then you don't pay off those loans and then you try to file for bankruptcy then it's like oh well you were taking this money out knowing that you were never intending to pay it back and now you're trying to you know do a fake um bankruptcy case so it doesn't look good grammy t in the live chat says false evidence and all wow well who was setting them up with all this false evidence was it todd's lover remember he had that guy that's like we were in love and i helped him do all these things because it was a crime of passion i loved him so much emily d baker says they have a good chance for appeal they're working on their appeal they're on appeal for legal reasons, they are working on their appeal uh, to get out of prison. And I believe Emily is correct. They do have a solid chance. It just the optics of it don't look very good. So we'll see what happens with Todd and Julie, Julie Chrisley, Julie. They are mainly in prison for bank fraud and bankruptcy fraud. Yeah, exactly, Marianne. Not necessarily for the tax evasion. 
Which is interesting that their attorney is now being like, see, it's so weird that one part of, you know, the judicial system is giving them a settlement for their taxes. And then there's another part that's trying to keep them in prison. Well, they're trying to keep them in prison for, you know, all the other crimes that they committed. I blame Kim and Corey for everything. I mean, listen, Kim and Corey are not great. Kim and Corey, uh, Todd's older daughter has a lot to do with this. Oh, that's right. But the daughter that she was claiming that he was blackmailing her with the sex tape and all that stuff. I just think, listen, there's a lot more mess to that case and to that family than we know about. Clearly, Grammy T in the live chat is a big fan of the Chrisleys. Nothing against that. I'd never watched their show. I do find them highly entertaining, though. Emily said there are some shady things from their case. Interesting. So does Emily believe that they were set up as well? Everything tax-related lately has been in Georgia, right? Has it? Have there been other tax-related issues? And have they been coming out of Georgia? I don't know. Interesting. Um, all right. I think that's all I have for you guys for today. Short and sweet and to the point. We talked about the Chrisleys. We talked about Shauna Mochler and Kim Kardashian and Travis Barker. We talked about Real Houses of Orange County. We talked a bit about Southern Charm. I do Southern Charm recaps every Tuesday for the Ringers reality TV podcast, Morally Corrupt. Tuesdays with me and Chelsea Stark-Jones, we recap Real Houses of Miami, and we recap um, Miami and Southern Charm, which Southern Charm is now coming to an end. I did, oh, I actually didn't finish last night's episode of Real Houses of Beverly Hills. I watched up until the part where um, Morgan Wade is rehearsing for Kyle's event, and we see Teddy, and then Teddy walks in, and Garcelle shades Teddy, and that's where I stopped. So I still have a few minutes left of Beverly Hills. Otherwise, we would have talked about it today. But... Um, yeah. I mean, listen, Kyle and Morgan clearly have some sort of vibe. They have some sort of chemistry. There's clearly a strong interest. <sighs> I don't know. But good for them. All right. Let them live their best life. I know Kyle was saying that she feels guilty that, like, Morgan's now been dragged into all the tabloid and the rumors and the vimas about the lesbian and... She feels badly about that, which I understand, you know, when you are a public figure and then people get dragged into your drama. It's really challenging. Um, yeah, it's not fun. But I feel for Kyle, you know, especially going through everything that she's gone through with Kathy and then losing her friend, um, Lelaine, Lorraine, Lelaine, Lelaine. I don't remember her name. Oof, I feel bad that I'm, I'm blocking on that i'm blanking on that but yeah we saw teddy back in last night's episode teddy said that she didn't want to do it but she did it for loreen there we go shit for loreen yeah all right that's all i got for you guys i'll watch beverly hills maybe i'll give some comments about it on instagram you can follow me at just plain zach all over the internet you can also follow at No Filter with Zach on Instagram. I'm taping the OKOP podcast. It's about relationships. Um, it's like about dating and relationships. And I believe there's some like crazy stories, but I'm going to tape that after this. I don't know when it comes out. Hopefully soon. Um, I'll keep you guys posted. But yeah, I'm a little nervous to like go on a podcast of dating and relationships podcast, but be sure to subscribe to OKOP. I'm going to have those guys on my podcast. I'm going to go on their podcast. We're taping that today. So it'll be fun. Oh God. I don't like talking about dating and relationships. Yes, we are going live tonight. We're going to go live today at 4 PM Pacific, or at least that's the goal. It depends on how late I tape today with the OPO uh, oh, with the OKOP guys. 
Um, but we will be doing an earlier live because I have to go to my mom's for dinner tonight. But we will still do our members only. It'll be uploaded for No Filter Plus members on Apple Podcasts on Friday morning. So here we go. Let's get it, get it, get it, guys. All right. I love you. I appreciate you. Have a wonderful weekend. I will talk to you on Monday. Um, stay tuned. Follow me at Just Zach. Follow the podcast. Get your merch. Link is in the description below. New merch is out now. So go and stock up. And don't forget to send me your pictures. All right, guys. Bye.